five, four, three, two, one. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Paul here, realestatepodcastshow.com. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for all of you who've subscribed. If you have not yet, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast um, network, podcast uh, platform, uh, and kindly leave me a review in Apple Podcasts if you get a chance. It really means a lot. Today's podcast is about the demise of the Ontario real estate market. And in order to understand what I mean by this, you need to join me for a look back at where things have been and where things could be going. Being your trusted advisor for over 22 years now, one of the things that I really wanted to get across with doing this podcast and I've been doing this podcast now for four years almost five one thing I wanted to always make sure is that it remains unfiltered meaning the things you hear on this podcast are not scripted they are not written down in a way that is designed to be any different than if we were sitting together in a coffee shop or at a bar and I'm comfortable in every and all of those situations, Zoom call, whatever you need to make sure that when I'm speaking to you, I'm actually just speaking to one of you. I'm not speaking to thousands of you and I am so thankful for the thousands of you that have been listeners and subscribed and worked with me over the years, but I'm only speaking to one of you at a time. So when I'm speaking to you, I hope that you're understanding that this is a one-on-one conversation that is to be continued. There is no podcast or tweet or social media post that will truly give you the answers until I hear back from you. That's really for me where the value is in this podcast, is getting the responses from you guys, getting the emails back. And you can email me anytime at paul.indrigo at c21.ca and ask any questions you want, suggest a topic, complain about something I've said. It doesn't matter. The point is, I'm always grateful for well thought out comments. If it's just a complaint about your life or about something I said without any merit, then that doesn't count. But what I'm talking about is those of you who want to get into serious discussions, respectful discussions, and maybe life-changing discussions about something that's going on with you, that's what I'm here to do. I want to be your, the ultimate solution to every single one of your real estate, financial, lifestyle problems. 
before I was in real estate, I was actually in the health and fitness business. So my job was getting people, getting people into shape, getting people to be well and focusing on that. And I loved it. I would spend eight hours a day with people, getting to know them, many of which have become clients of mine. But unfortunately, I wasn't able to meet the financial needs of my goals in that business. So I decided to get into real estate and really make sure that I was able to reach the targets that I wanted to reach for my life. And I definitely want to do the same and have done the same for many of you and want to continue to do this. But this podcast is basically about understanding where Ontario has been for the last, pretty much the last 20 years. It's been on an uprise for the most part since the 1990s real estate recession happened. And that was, for those of you who don't recall, that was a 12-year process. So to understand that that has happened and could happen again is very important. Very important to understand that. To understand that the market has been on a 400% increase over the last 20-odd years is also important to realize. Many of you who've owned property in different parts of Ontario have probably noticed something different in the air. The main difference right now versus let's say spring of 2022 is you could have listed your property for sale in the early or late spring without a single thing done to your house literally the way it is right now laundry on the floor dishes in the sink and you might have had 20 offers on it it just was how the market was then As we've gone forward a few months and as interest rates have changed and hiked and presumably going to hike again, it's important for you to understand that your home equity, what you think your home is worth, is a needle that's moving on a record. It's never in the same place. And right now, it may be moving in a direction that perhaps you hadn't planned. And the reason it's important for you to know this is because when I do a wealth portfolio report for you guys, for your real estate holdings, I really want to make sure you understand that this isn't any different than a stock in some ways that can drop in value. And if the 90s has taught us anything, is that there is a very good possibility that some of your properties, not all, which is why I say it this way, it's very much depending 
on where you are. And that's why my program, which you should sign up for right now, it is absolutely a game changer. It's called MyNeighborhoodNews.com. When you sign up for that program, it is postal code based. That means if you sign up in Toronto, or sorry, if you sign up in a certain neighborhood, Leslieville, Forest Hill, Rosedale, anywhere in Scarborough, anywhere in Richmond Hill or Markham, anywhere that, that's like that, you're going to be getting the details and the data for that postal code area. Because it doesn't matter what's happening in Oakville when you live in Oshawa. It doesn't matter. No one will tell you and no one can tell you any different. And when you hear Canada-wide stats, just plug your ears or turn off the, or, 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 or whatever, um, scroll, uh, you know, scroll past that. It's useless. Canada-wide stats don't matter to one of you living in Toronto. It doesn't matter what's happening in Vancouver. It doesn't matter. It's about focusing on what matters. And if you're looking at the entire map of Canada and trying to like say, how, the, how does this affect me? It's a losing effort. You can't keep track of it. There's just too many variables in there. There's over 250,000 postal codes in Ontario alone. And each one of those, in my opinion, is its own real estate market. And having studied enough of those markets over the last 22 years, I can tell you that from one neighborhood to the next, and I'm talking about just a few streets north or south of a neighborhood, there could be dramatic differences in activity, interest, sale price, and I'm talking about just a very short distance from one to the other. So if you're of the opinion and if you've been in a property for long enough where you want to be able to benefit and to enjoy the fruits of your labor by all the money that you might be sitting on without making the mistake of borrowing against the home right now, which is not advised by anyone. And I can send you a special report about this if you, if you need it. And, and if you were thinking about borrowing against the home as it drops in value, it's not a good idea. This is not the time. This is a very different market than it was five years ago. So that also means if you were thinking about doing any major renovations, you might want to think again, especially if you were going to, again, borrow against the value of the house because the value of the house has changed. For most of you, this is the case. For some of you without a mortgage that are relying on the sale of the home for a retirement fund or for other life expenses, that number may have changed for you already dramatically. And I just want to be the voice of reason to tell you to 
not to do anything about it. You don't have to move. You don't have to sell. You don't have to do anything about it. My only hope from this podcast is that you be aware of your options. I just want you to make, be able to make a choice. That's it. Not yes or no, not, not telling me, yes, Paul, I want to sell. Can you help me? If that's what you need, I'm there. But to give you the information you need and to keep you updated on that right now is really my main priority. And I really want to do that for you because it's what I would want for myself. If I didn't have access to this very powerful database, which again, has helped many people, myself included over the years, be on the inside track of what's going on so that you can actually see those trends versus finding out in the news or in the media or from some other third party what's going on and by that point you're just you're just too late you just you can't do anything about it when it comes to real estate and how price cycles work You have to remember that the only way you'll know if a wave is coming, just like a surfer, the only way you'll feel that wave is if you're in the water. You cannot look and tell that it's coming. And I've surfed a little bit, but I've spoken to many surfers and they've confirmed that you have to be in the water to be able to feel the wave coming. So I want you to understand that when you're working with me, you're in the water. And I want to make sure that you get the best advice possible. Thanks for listening. Be sure to reach out to me. Any questions, any comments, paul.indrigo at c21.ca or realestatepodcastshow.com.